So good morning, good morning, and good morning, boys and girls and citizens of all ages. It is our Power Hour. 8.01 on this Friday, September 1st. It's the weekend, Labor Day weekend. Also a new month. Happy Halloween. Happy Thanksgiving. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. You're going to be ringing in 2024 before we know it. Thanks for being here inside the Power Hour, part of the morning show here on Planet Radio 106.7, where we go in and what's trending, what are some of the headlines, local, statewide, national, worldwide. Today we got some uh uh-uh stories. Actually, today we have a lot of uh uh-uh stories. Also, we got our bruh, you knew that? That's our did you know segment of the show. Do you wear white after Labor Day? I I never got into that, but we'll talk about that coming up. That's part of our bruh, you knew that? eating meat, part of that as well, and screen time for infants, for babies. You may not want to bring the iPad when you go to Texas Roadhouse this weekend. It might not be a good thing for for kids. I'm not saying that. I was reading that today, and that's coming up. Uh Uh-uh stories. A dude ordered a mobile phone online, and he got a, a live grenade in the mail instead. New sightings of the Loch Ness Monster. Also got a new Guinness Book of World Records record. And that's a, a, a woman in Tennessee got the longest mullet at five foot eight inches. I got a picture coming up too. Now, if you're watching the live video stream, which is on our Planet Radio Facebook page, you are going to see that lady with a sweet mullet. <laughs> a couple other uh-uh stories. There was a, a volley, an, an underground backyard volleyball gambling ring that was broken up. Some dude is riding around Nebraska with a live bull in his vehicle, riding shotgun. Sales tax holiday. Uh, We're going to talk a little bit about football because college football officially kicking off. And that's kind of our question of the day today as well. Well, we got to say thanks to our sponsors of the morning show. We got a new one. The official tire shop of the morning show, Acadiana Tire. They have all major brands of tires. If they don't have it, they can get it for you more times, most times the next day. Also, more than tires, too. They do oil changes. They do mechanic work. They can get your vehicle inspected. And what I like most of all is their their little catchphrase. And that's, if your tires are slick, go and see Big Hick. Go and see my friend Jeremy and the entire crew of Cadiana Tire, 214 West Canal in my hometown of Church Point. New sponsor of the morning show. Also, Motor City, 1111 North University in Lafayette. MotorCityLA.com is where you can find them online. Look, maybe you're looking for a pre-owned vehicle, car, truck, SUV, motorcycle, maybe a boat. Go and check them out. If you can't make it to the lot, MotorCityLA.com. And if you're looking for something to eat this weekend, Mandez's Seafood Bar and Grill, they got it for you. Jeff and Renee, the original location on Ducey in Lafayette. And then the new location, Shaman Metairie in Youngsville. Daily specials, all delicious. No matter which location you go to, it's going to be delicious and it's going to be the same. The same deliciousness if you're in Youngsville or if you're in Lafayette. But our question of the day was this. Are you ready for football season? If so, who are you cheering for? Anna says, not a football fan, but will always support the Wrecking Rams and the Cajuns. Amanda says, not by choice, but to keep the peace in the house. I guess that's with her, uh, her husband or maybe boyfriend. And, but but I'm, I'm a little confused, though. 
Because Amanda's, okay, her comment says, not by choice, but to keep the peace in the house. And she has a gif of Patrick Mahomes, but it says, who dat? I'm confused. Maybe she doesn't watch football, and that's just the wrong gif. Uh, Donald says, hell yes, been ready. First, the Cadiana Rams says that's tomorrow. Uh, sorry, today, UL tomorrow, LSU Sunday, then the Saints next week. He says, life is good, old boy. Let's go. Yep. Brock, Tigers, Saints. Amanda says, Tigers. Jacob says, not really. He says, the older I get, the less I care about sports. Blake says, LSU, Cowboys. Priscilla says, LSU, LSU, Saints. So we got a lot of comments on that. Ray comments on the Facebook Live. Roll Tide. Go Cajuns. Who that? I just said Roll Tide. I, I, I did. Fair and balanced. If Ray likes Alabama, that's good for Ray. Let Ray like Alabama. If I like the Cajuns a little bit more than I like the Tigers, that's okay. Uh, but high school football is underway. Some high school games uh, happened last night. Cajuns are at home. Cajuns are taking on Northwestern State. And that game has been pushed back to 7.30 at Cajun Field Saturday night. And also, with the burn ban in effect, tailgating will be different. And at Cajun Field, if you plan on going, you plan on tailgating, no barbecues, grills, or open flames will be allowed, according to Marcus Marks, the director of event management for UL. And they also went on to say, if you do bring a generator, please safely refuel your generator. And make sure you're taking and using extreme precautions when placing gas in your generator. Just because of spills, uh, maybe grass igniting, stuff like that, be very, very safe. Now they're saying they welcome fans to get food delivered to them. But he recommends packing items like sandwiches, drinks, and fruits that can be easily kept cool. Everybody tailgates different, but for me, I'm not bringing fruit. If I if I can't if I can't cook, I'm just gonna have some beer and some beef jerky. I'm gonna do it do it up real man like. I'm not gonna eat fruit at a football game, dude. <laughs> what? Ah, can you pass me that nice bowl of grapes, please? Go Cajuns! And then the Tigers are in action Sunday night. Number five LSU, number eight Florida State. Can the Tigers get redemption for that loss against Florida State in the opening week last year? We'll see. There is a burn ban, LSU Tiger fans. So if LSU loses, please don't go try to burn down Brian Kelly's house. Thank you. And then next week, officially, we have the NFL season kicking off. So who that? Last night, we had our fantasy football draft at Twin Peaks. And look, thanks for ever, to everybody who got into our contest for that. You know, we only picked eight winners. And maybe next week, we're going to, uh, next week, next year, we're going to make it a little bit bigger. But we teamed up with Twin Peaks. It's the Planet Radio Twin Peaks Fantasy Football League. I'm in there. Phil from Twin Peaks. Chad, Daniel, Jamie, Alex, Kendall, Dwayne, Brandon, and Jace. We, we picked teams last night and had us a fun little time at Twin Peaks. And I believe if you still want to have your fantasy football draft there, you can. There's still some time. You want to do it this weekend, early next week, you can get a draft board. I think they had two or three people other than us drafting last night. But call Twin Peaks, go by, and set it up. Great place just to hang out and you know have a couple cold beverages. 
Maybe have some appetizers, some food, and draw your fantasy football team there. Go and check them out or just check them out this weekend. Oh, and then this. So Phil, knowing that I do not like I do not like pumpkin spice. Phil gave me this pumpkin spice gift bag last night. So I got this little pumpkin. Look, if you're watching on the, the video, I got this nice little pumpkin. I might leave it on my desk. Um, also got this bag of pumpkin spice popcorn. All right. Thank you, Phil. We're not going to eat that. What else did I get? Uh, he gave me this for my vehicle, the Febreze pumpkin spice Um I guess it's the air freshener that you put in, a, in the vent of your vehicle. I got some pumpkin spice body cream. I'm not going to use it. Ah, it smells, I, don't, I don't know, man. It smells a little sweeter than, than uh, what I would expect pumpkin spice to do. And then I got some little pumpkin spice. Um, this is sweet cinnamon pumpkin antibacterial hand gel. There's three of those different ones in there. So thanks, Phil, man. It's the thought that counts, but that's all going in the trash. <laughs> I'm not even going to try that popcorn. But thank you anyway. 810. It is the power hour here on Planet Radio 106.7. If you're a hunter, you may want to take advantage of the sales tax weekend this weekend. It's the Second Amendment sales tax holiday. I think we talked a little bit about that earlier in the week. Wanted to remind you that you want to save a little money. So if you purchase firearms, ammunition, hunting supplies, they're exempt from state sales tax beginning today. So just a reminder, that is only state sales tax. Archery, hunting apparel, knives. There was a news release this week. Items not eligible, including hunting dogs, animal feed, off-road vehicles, and vessels such as airboats. And the exemption applies to individual purchases only. So if you're getting ready for hunting season, maybe today, this weekend, this is the time for you to get ready for that. Got a couple uh-uh stories. Actually, we got four uh-uh stories. Oh, and by the way, I'm, I'm coming back to this. I had this in my notes, and it's right here on my desk, and I forgot to mention them. There's something else. You know, I mentioned Cajun Tigers. Look, we got we got McNeese. We got uh, Nichols. We got you know, a lot of great colleges here in Louisiana. But also, there's a new one. And that's John Melvin University. It's an online college that also has sports. And they're in Crowley. And they got football, baseball. They got softball. Uh, I think they do volleyball, if I'm not mistaken. And they're doing their football season this year. And they had their first game last week. I believe they fell to Texas Wesleyan University. But they're playing at home in Crowley tomorrow at 6.30 against Georgia Community Christian. Then they play Centenary. They go on to Florida Memorial University, Central Georgia Technical College, Centenary College, Lyon College, and Louisiana Christian University. So that's a lot of local athletes, not just for football, all the other teams that they're putting together there. Something brand new. And they're called the Millers. John Melvin University. You can learn more at Millers. Uh, sorry, Millers-Athletics.com. John asked in the Facebook Live, what field do they use? They use the, is it Donald Gardner Stadium? Is that the one in, in Crowley? Um, that the high schools use, they are using uh, that field. 
So pretty cool that they're, they're getting that going. But I, I forgot to mention them, and I wanted to. So this uh-uh story, a live bull rides shotgun in a car, and the driver gets pulled over by police in Nebraska. <laughs> not, a, not a calf. Not a dude in a bull outfit. There was a full-size bull riding shotgun. Lee Meyer was riding down US 257 and his enormous bull named Howdy Doody. It's all happened on Wednesday. Someone called the police on it. What's the matter, dude? You can't ride with a bull in the passenger seat? Meyer's car appeared to be an old patrol car that had been modified to fit his passenger. In 2019, Mr. Meyer rode with Howdy Doody during a July 4th parade in Neely. When Meyer was pulled over on Wednesday, his car door had a sign that read, Nebraska's Big Rodeo Parade, Best Car Entry. It was unclear what year's rodeo he had participated in. When officers performed the traffic stop, they led him off with a warning and asked him to take the bull back home, according to reports. So it, it was an old police car. And it was modified for this bull. So like the whole passenger side was gone. So they'd almost like cut the car in half. There was no top to the passenger driver. Uh, sorry, the front passenger seat and then the back passenger seat. That was all open. And then there was like what would be a rodeo gate on the side of the car. And then the bull was just sitting there. And the, look, the bull, he has horns. Probably, I'm not kidding. I'm not, I know I exaggerate a lot, but about two, two and a half feet, big old horns. And he was just in there riding around Nebraska with, with this guy. And then he got some bull horns on the front of his, his old police cruiser looking like Boss Hogg. But uh-uh, go and, go and Google that. You know, man, Nebraska riding around with bull. You're going to see the video, and you're going to see some of the pictures. And what about this? I saw this story today. I'm like, what is, what's happening here? Two people were charged in Milford, Connecticut because of a backyard volleyball gambling ring. Anything to make money these days. Two people facing charges after police say they ran a large-scale illegal gambling ring centered around backyard volleyball matches. And it all happened at the same house in Milford. Milford Deputy Police Chief Robert Tassino says it's gone from something wholesome to a pure criminal element that's come in. People are profiting to the point, in my estimation, in excess of almost a million dollars a year. The police chief says we're at a point where we just want it to stop. Luis Loja Canuya, maybe, is charged with keeper of a disorderly home, gaming or betting, and place for registering bets. Zolia Castro is facing... <laughs> so Zolia is facing a charge of selling liquor. So they would have this, they have this volleyball court, and they would come play. There's underground volleyball league. And I guess they would play, and they would bet, and Luis... He was the one that was taking the bets, and Zolio was the one that was selling liquor illegally. They didn't have a license to do it. 
police say that uh, Loa, I, don't, I can't pronounce his name, paved over his entire backyard and turned it into two full-size volleyball courts. He allegedly, allegedly collected and placed bets during matches. Milford police said the prize money would be in the thousands of dollars, according to the local newspaper, and police seized about 10 grand in cash during the arrests. Neighbors who say they're dealing with lights, noise, and cars are hoping for some peace. See, somebody might have dialed Alfred. Dialed Alfred. They might not have Dalford up there in Milford, Connecticut, but they, they might have somebody like it. Like, dude, we don't know what to do, man. We don't want to drop a dime and call police. What should we do? Dial Dalford. A neighbor says it's just loud, beer bottles, yelling and screaming. Kids are there at night. They say it's like a big carnival, end quote. They're taking up parking. We can't get out our driveways. We can't see oncoming cars. People park in front of our houses, and we have to find other places to park. This was a big deal. It was like a park, but in a backyard. At a full concession stand, according to this. <laughs> and then they were selling alcohol illegally without permits. Can't have fun anymore, man. Can't have your own underground volleyball uh, gambling ring. <sighs> What's the world coming to? <laughs> uh, 818, Power Hour here, Planet Radio 106.7. If you don't like going to meetings, don't worry. Maybe AI can help you out. AI, artificial intelligence, that can do just about anything for you today. So Google has a new AI feature called Duet AI. And Google has been testing it for a while, and they just opened it up to everyone this week. Now, this is for virtual meetings. Supposedly, you can trick your boss, your supervisor, your manager into thinking that you were there. But I think they'll still know that you're not. The feature is called Attend for Me, and it joins the meeting on your behalf, and it delivers any important information that people need to know, and then it also recaps the meeting later on. Also, it says if you ever decide to show up for one again, there's also a Take Notes feature. So you don't want to take notes during that work meeting, you can use this, and this AI will take notes for you. If you show up late, there's a summary so far to tell you what you missed. Also says corporate will need to be on board for you, for you to use it, though. It runs with Google Workspace, so you can't just plug it into Zoom and go back to bed. And it's also a subscription-based platform, so you can have to subscribe and pay $30 a month per person. But could it be worth it? Maybe so. And since Google has it and you got to subscribe, I would say that there's probably something out there on the dark web or on the black market, or somewhere that can probably do this already. Brent says, before we know it, AI will be hosting the Power Hour. No way, dude. Uh-uh. Or am I? Huh? Am I real? Yeah, I am. Watch him to take a coffee, uh, a sip of coffee right now just to prove it. Ah. If I was an AI robot, I would start uh, shocking. I'd freeze up like Mitch McConnell. I'd be sitting here like Diane Feinstein, but I'm not. I'm here, and I'm with you at 821.
in the Chris Logan Media Studios in Church Point. I'm here. Not artificial intelligence. Not coming to you from Vegas. Not coming to you from Miami. Not coming to you from uh, Idaho or any place like that. I'm a man of the people. Here I am. So look, we're going to take a quick break and we're going to come back. We're going to come back with the world's longest mullet. A woman has this in Tennessee. It is five foot eight inches long. And if you're watching the Facebook Live video this morning, I'm going to show you. If you're not watching the Facebook Live video on our Planet Radio Facebook page, you might have to look at this on your own. Got a couple more uh uh-uh stories coming up. The dude that ordered a mobile phone online and he got a live grenade instead. New sighting of a Loch Ness monster. Plus, we got a did you know segment this morning, which I call, bruh, you knew that? Which is about infant screen time. So if you plan on going out to a restaurant, going to Texas Roadhouse this weekend, you're bringing the little toddler, you might not want to bring the iPad. I'm not telling you how to parent. You want it, you want to do it good. But I'm just, I was just reading that this morning. And also, do you think that we eat a lot of meat? That's part of our bro. You knew that. And then wearing white after Labor Day. All that and more coming up the second half of the power hour. All powered by Acadiana Tire, Motor City, and Mandez's Seafood Bar and Grill. <laughs> Brent, dude, I hope not AI host in the power hour. Uh, Mike says, John Connor is rolling in his grave with all these people trusting AI. Yeah, I, I just, and we've talked about this before on the show. I mean, like, where do y'all think it's going to go? Where do, where do y'all think it's, it's going to go? I, I, I kind of feel the AI, it, it has the potential to get out of control. Really, I do. Like when you have, what was it, a month or so ago, you had Elon Musk and uh, what was the dude from Apple coming in and saying, okay, hang on, we need, to, we need to get control of this. When some of those big guys come in, I mean, maybe, maybe they're jealous that it's going on and they're not doing it all. But when they're stepping in and saying, hey, 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 we got we to gotta watch this. I don't know, man. I think AI could get out of control. Uh, Ian says it wasn't a problem until ATF found out that they were selling alcohol. Dude, probably so. That underground volleyball ring of all things. They weren't fighting dogs, dude. Volleyball. Volleyball. Uh, John says, Dal Dalfred. Uh Oh, John says, don't surprise me. You got some pandas obsessed with volleyball, too. Maybe they were betting, man. <laughs> maybe maybe they were betting. Ian says, no dude wipes. Oh, that was the, um, talking about my pumpkin spice bag here that was given to me by Phil at Twin Peaks. No, man, I didn't get the dude wipes. Ray says, beef jerky, beer, and nachos. Yeah, that's what I'm getting if I'm tailgating. Don't hand me no fruit. Keith, yeah, freaking Friday, bring good morning. Yep. All right, cool. We're coming back uh, 30 seconds. But yeah, this also right here, this is John Melvin University, and, and they're in Crowley. It's an online university, but they're doing, uh, they're bringing in a lot of sports from volleyball legally to football, softball. Um, pretty cool with what they're trying to do and what they're trying to build over there. I went there about a month or so ago. 
saw the coach, one, one of the other coaches. Very cool. So we're back inside the Power Hour. It is Chris Logan, 825. Power Hour is a part of the morning show. Now, the morning show is from 6 until 10. But the Power Hour is where we go in on what's trending, what's happening statewide, locally, worldwide, nationwide, if anything's viral. We talk about what's going on in Acadiana, amongst other things, too. Maybe some viral videos. Guinness Book of World Records, when there's a cool one, we'll talk about that too. So I'm going to pull up on the screen right here. This is the woman in Tennessee who officially has the world's record, the Guinness Book of World's record for the longest mullet. The mullet is five foot eight inches. And there she is in all of her glory, if you're watching on our Planet Radio Facebook page. Now, is that surprising? To me, yes and no. Because if you came up in the 80s, dude, when, when, if, if you came up in the 80s and I say, long hair, where does your mind go? Crystal Gale. Now, Crystal Gale didn't have a mullet. But, dude, she had hair down to her ankles, just like this lady here. Was it five foot eight worth of hair? I, I don't know officially how long was Crystal Gale's hair. But, dude, she had some long hair. But it was some pretty hair, not like... I mean, this mullet's okay, you know, but it, it's not Crystal Gale pretty. And But this lady officially got a mullet, man. She got the business in the front, the party in the back. She kept the sides short, you know, the tops you know, just a, a, a little feathered up, a little spiked up. And then it looks like her mullet is crimped a little bit too. Remember that in the 80s or, or maybe like early 90s when crimping was popular. It looks like it's it's crimped. And maybe she crimps it just so it doesn't go all the way to the to the floor. Kevin says, I want to see the Kentucky waterfall, dude. That's Niagara Falls right there. <laughs> Five foot eight inches. And this story says it could actually be longer now. That's just what was measured when she entered the USA Mullet Championships, Fem Mullet Division last year. I didn't know that that was a thing either. See, we learned a lot of stuff inside the Power Hour. And she placed second in that. Uh, the winner, I'm looking at a picture now. The, whim, the women's, eh. the winner, there's nothing special about it. Kind of very 80s. But this lady didn't win. She got second place. But when they held that, Guinness didn't have an official record for the longest mullet at that point, but they added it soon after. And the lady, 58-year-old Tammy Manis, applied when she heard, but didn't know she owned the record until she got the official certificate in the mail recently. And there she is holding it in that pick. If you'd like to steal the record from her, it's going to take some dedication. Tammy has been growing it out for over 33 years. She started her mullet in the mid-80s, but she says she decided to cut it in 1989 and immediately regretted that decision. So she started growing it out again, and she never looked back. 
She considers February 9th, 1990 to be her mullet birthday. Go ahead, Tammy. She keeps it braided most of the time, so does it get snagged and stuff? That was my question. Like, is how, like what, when you have long hair like that, you know, you got even the, the Crystal Gale hair. Dude, how do you, like, how do you wash that? Is it, is it easy? Because you can throw it over your shoulder, throw some shampoo on there, and start washing it. But to me, I don't know, I don't have long hair. Like, to me, it would get knotted up that much. You, you, you're bringing it up, you're bringing it in, you're bunching it up. You're scrubbing it. You're trying to get it clean. To me, it would get knotted up. Then you got to break out a comb or a brush and start combing that out. And for some ladies, that hurts. But she keeps it braided, so it doesn't get snagged up. She also rides motorcycles. And she says she has to tuck it into the front of her pants. (laughs) So it doesn't get caught in the wheels. Damn, Tammy. How are you going to get on that motorcycle? What are you going to do with your hair? Watch this. Stuffs it all in the, in the front of her pants. Let's go. If, you, uh, if you're a guy, you want to try to get the mullet record. That might be a little more attainable, but not as cool. A guy in Ohio had a mullet that measured three feet, three inches long. Pretty sweet, though. And maybe it looks crimped like that because she braids it. That's, that's probably why. I'm not, I'm not a fashion expert. You know, I don't do hair by any means. But it looked crimped. And now saying that she braided it or she braids it to keep it from getting tangled up and everything, that's probably why it looks like that. But nonetheless, dude, pretty sweet. Five foot eight inches. She got the record. 831, Planet Radio 106.7, 71 degrees. Feeling pretty good. Wasn't as humid walking out the door this morning. But it's going to warm up today. And I think maybe some rain possibility later on today. Rain possibility into the weekend. But we need some. We need a little more rain. Also, this uh uh-uh story. There was a man who ordered a mobile phone online. He got a live grenade instead. Are they trying to blow up his phone? (laughs) A man in Mexico who ordered a smartphone says here in the New York Post he was flabbergasted after he received a bomb in the mail instead. Got a live grenade. The unidentified customer claimed that he ordered the phone from an online store. Had it shipped to his house in, looks like it's in Mexico. Can't pronounce it, not going to try it. When the package arrived last Monday, the dude's mama took it inside, put it on the kitchen table. Little did he know, the smartphone was actually a smart bomb. So the dude opened the box to reveal that it contained a fragmentation uh, grenade. So it looks like the grenade was modified to be a bomb. Concerned over the deadly mix-up, the guy called authorities, of course, and the bomb squad came in and took care of it. Thankfully, the bomb squad deactivated the device while authorities are currently probing the package, trying to figure out where it came from. It's still unclear who sent the grenade which is illegal to own in Mexico. This happened in Mexico. 
and they're saying that this is a common thing in central Mexico where drug cartels are using more and more roadside bombs in their ongoing wars on turf. Imagine that. Hey, baby, you, uh, your phone came in. Mama put that on the table. Oh, thanks, Mom. Go to open that thing up, dude, thinking you got the new iPhone. You know, thinking you got, I don't know, the new flip phone, whatever they got in Mexico. Maybe got that iPhone 1. He was excited. Anytime you get a package, you're excited to open it, huh? You're tracking it every day, dude, every half hour. Damn it, I wish it would, I wish it would show up. Finally shows up. You get home from work. Hey, your, your package came in. It's on the table. And then you open that thing up, and it's a, a grenade, man, a live bomb. What do you, what do, you do with that? Dial Dalfred, dude. Dial Dalfred 911. Also, another sighting of the Loch Ness Monster. Y'all believe in the Loch Ness Monster? You think it's real? I mean, this, the picture's here. Look, I'm going to pull it up on the screen. I have this one also uh, ready to go if you're watching this morning. I, I mean, you know I like a good conspiracy. You know I do. But the Loch Ness Monster, I'm, I'm, I don't know. A sighting of the Loch Ness Monster has resulted in photos being called the most exciting ever by those who hunt for Nessie. The photos show a serpent-like animal with its body on the surface of the loch. They were taken in 2018, but photographer Chi Kelly, age 51, kept them to herself in fear of public ridicule. You don't say. However, now that there's a large ongoing search for Nessie, Kelly was convinced to put the photos out into the world. So that was in 2018, 18, 19, 20. That's like six years ago. She and her husband, Scott, were having lunch you know, around, what is it, Inverness, Scotland, when she took those photos. And here are the photos right here. Um. I mean, that doesn't look like much. Looks like a couple rocks or something that was floating in the in the water. So she couldn't get an image clearly showing Nessie's length, but she estimated that the two parts were visible, were less than two meters long combined. She says, at first I wondered if it was an otter or a pair of otters or a seal, but we never saw a head, never came up for air. It was making strange movements on the surface, she told the news outlets. We didn't hear any sounds. There were some strange shapes below the surface. I could not make out any colors. The water was dark. And here, if you're watching, that's a picture of the photographer. I mean, I guess it's possible, huh? I mean, I guess there could be a Loch Ness monster. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if I'm, I'm, not sure if I'm into it. Also, this morning got the, bruh, you knew that? Did you know segment of the morning show? This is not from me. This is from JAMA Pediatrics. If you would still like for your kid to bring the iPad to Texas Roadhouse to give him or her something to do while you're eating the bread, sipping on a cold beer, and ordering your food to keep them, you know, from, from going crazy and crying in the restaurant, that's you. I'm not saying, I'm not saying stop. This research journal is saying stop. 
you got to think about it, dude. You bring the iPad, the Texas Roadhouse, there's the bread, the butter, and that's going to get all over the screen. You're going to have to, you have to clean it. Remember last year during crawfish season, we went to a crawfish restaurant. And there was a pretty big sized family there. They probably had like four little kids. They all had an iPad. Dude, how are you going to eat boiled crawfish and then use an iPad too? Got to clean those things off. But this says, this story says, your tablet is not a babysitter. New research out of Japan su suggests that leaving one-year-old babies in front of a screen is not a good idea. Staring at a screen at such a young age slows the development of both physical and mental skills for the baby. What's, what's cool nowadays that babies watch? I, I, don't, I don't have any babies around. My babies are 22 and 16. Right there at that point where they kind of don't, don't need me anymore. You know what I mean? My, my daughter does. And the credit card that she has. <laughs> but, you know, like the young kids, and, and it's different. You have younger kids, you know. You, I mean, you got to wipe them. You got to clean them. You got to feed them crying dude you got to tell him to shut up you got to i mean all that <laughs> got to throw an ipad in front of their face man that way you can get a little time to yourself but what is it bluey like what, what what are kids into these days what are they watching on those ipads man they're watching bluey and probably not watching spongebob you know that's probably not cool anymore uh, what, what's another one? I saw a few people share this. It's just like this one lady. It's like Miss something. Um, Miss Rachel, I think it is. Carl comments, Coco Melon. Dude, you're right. Coco Melon. I, I got a little niece. She's about to turn three. Um, I, I think she watches some Coco Melon. Tristan says, kids love YouTube. That, and I, you're right, dude, that they do. My buddy son a while back, he was watching some YouTube. I was like, hey, man, what you watching? He's like, Siren Head. I'm like, what, what are you talking about? And you see, that's the thing now with technology, dude. It's, it's all wide open. Like this kid was watching Siren Head. What were we watching back in the day on the wooden Zenith console TV? 310 and 15. We're up at 7 o'clock on a Saturday morning to watch Dungeons and Dragons, dude. Muppet Babies. And you caught a little Pee-wee's Playhouse. That, that's just what we had. That was what we got indoctrinated with. Transformers. You know, all that stuff. He-Man. G.I. Joe. Nowadays, it's wide open, dude. You can watch Coco Melon, Miss Rachel, Siren Head. Don't even know what that is, dude. You can watch anything you want on YouTube. You can watch some kind of Chinese cartoon if you want. All kind of stuff kids can watch these days. And it's all there in the palm of their hand. What about this in the bra? You knew that. Let me ask you this question. Do you eat a lot of meat, man? And if, if someone would ask me this question, like, like this blew me away a little bit this morning. Because it says some people eat a lot of meat. I'm a, I'm a meat eater. A new report by researchers at Tulane University finds that a shockingly small portion of the United States population is keeping the American meat industry alive. Scientists found that just 12% of Americans 
are responsible for eating half of all the beef consumed each day in the country. That's shocking to me as well. 12% of Americans are responsible for eating half of all the beef consumed each day in the country. I would bet that's probably most in the South and maybe the Midwest, right? If I had to guess. But it seems like more and more people are eating less meat. Maybe that's why they want to come out with all this fake meat and stuff, because not many people are doing it. John says it's propaganda. Might be. Remember? Got milk. Wanted you to drink milk. That's because they wanted to boost up uh, the, the milk industry. Gives you strong bones. Nah, dude, that was lining people's pockets. That's what it was. Remember, remember the campaign? They had like all the little kids or they had older people or maybe some celebrities and they had that uh, fake white milk lip. And we all get the milk lip when we, when we drink milk. Just It was never that, um, it was never that heavy like, like it was back in the magazines and billboards back in the day. But John, you're right, it could be. They might be trying to get us to, to, like, to stop us from eating meat. Don't know. Got to look into that a little bit more. And what about this? I, I never got into this, the whole wear white after Labor Day thing. This story here from the Emily Post Institute, you can ignore that age-old myth that you should never wear white after Labor Day. There's nothing wrong with it, according to most fashion experts. For a while, that was a thing. <gasps> you wearing white after Labor Day? Yeah, I do. I am. My socks are white. I'm sorry. But, I mean, that wasn't really too much around here. That was more or less like in major cities. All these fashion people kind of doing that. Not much around here, though. 843. Power Hour is rolling on here on Planet Radio 106.7. Today is September 1st. And what are some things we can look forward to in September? So Monday is Labor Day. And again, we're going to be off on Monday. Going to have the music rolling on Monday. I just won't be doing the morning show. Bridget will not be doing the afternoon show. Just going to be rolling on with music. So if you're off on Monday, working on Monday, barbecuing Monday, swimming on Monday, whatever it is, turn up Planet Radio. Remember, and remember, we got 106.7, which is the FM portion of the station. You can listen to the stream by going to listen to theplanet.com. Maybe that's how you do it at work. Uh, the app, go to the App Store, Google Play. Got the app right here on my iPhone. Search Listen to the Planet, and then download the app for free. You can listen that way. Alexa, I know a lot of people do that with Alexa. You got to do this. You got to say, Alexa, enable the Planet Online skill. Bing. Then you say, Alexa, play the Planet Online. And we're on TuneIn Radio. We're on iHeartRadio, both those platforms. If that's how you listen or consume music, search for Listen to the Planet there. And the reason why a lot of that still Listen to the Planet is because I, I teamed up with the Kadiana Broadcasting Group. Uh, a little over a year ago, in April of 2022, I launched just an exclusive online station called The Planet. So I had listentotheplanet.com, listen to the Planet apps. That's why everything online is listen to the planet. And then when I was approached by Kadiana Broadcasting Group, my friends Fast and Renee, about putting 
the planet, which I built online on the radio, turning it planet radio, I, I, of course, said yes. And then, but to keep all the online stuff consistent with, with what I was doing, because I had thousands and thousands and thousands of app downloads, I, I didn't want to lose any of that. So we just kept all the same online, listen to the planet stuff, and then added Planet Radio 106.7. But I hope you're enjoying the music and everything, no matter how you're listening. But what, what can we look forward to in September? And we talked about football early, college football, NFL football, and the first official NFL game is next Thursday. The Chiefs are hosting the Lions. If you're into tennis, the U.S. Open's going on. If you're into movies, the Equalizer 3 is out today. I didn't see one or two. September 8th, my big fat Greek wedding 3 comes out. I didn't know there was a 2. The Expendables 4 hits theaters on September 22nd. I didn't know there was two or three on that either. And then Saw X will be released on September 29th. I'm assuming that's Saw 10. You're telling me there are 10 Saws? Maybe Saw just Saw 1 and 2. I didn't know they were up to 10. And what does that say about Hollywood, man? The Equalizer 3, My Big Fat Greek Wedding 3, The Expendables 4, and Saw 10. What are we on? Fast and Furious 29? What are they going to do on the next one? They already went to space in this one. What's next? They're going to travel to the center of the earth? Also, the first day of fall will be on September 23rd. The autumn equinox occurs at 2.50 a.m. Eastern that day. See, that should be when pumpkin spice season starts. When the autumn equinox kicks in and it's officially the first day of fall, that's when you should roll out the pumpkin spice. But dude, pumpkin spice has been rolled out for weeks. What was it? Uh, 7-Eleven was one of the first national chains to roll out that pumpkin spice coffee. And then all downhill from there, dude. Pumpkin spice, P-U-P-K-I-N, pumpkin spice, Dunkin' Donuts for dogs. The pumpkin spice latte, which is kind of the OG of pumpkin spices. You know, that came out and, and they tied the earliest release. I think it was August 23rd when they released that. Pumpkin Spice, man, rolling out. Also on TV this month, name that tune. I can see your voice, the masked singer, the voice on NBC, Survivor, and the amazing race on CBS. And then holidays this month, Monday, Labor Day. If you like beer, you can celebrate Beer Lovers Day on September 7th. Stand Up to Cancer Day on the 8th. The 19th is Talk Like a Pirate Day. That caught a little traction a few years back. And the 29th is National Coffee Day. National Coffee Day should be every day, especially if you wake up early. But that's a couple things happening in September. And also, I saw this kind of an uh-uh story. There's um, a 68-year-old grandma. Her name is Barbie Oppenheimer. And she was totally digging hashtag Barbenheimer. So she's a 68-year-old mama in Massachusetts. And she's enjoying her summer of fame. Why? Because of the Barbie movie and the Oppenheimer movie. Is it Oppenheimer, Oppenheimer? 
So that's her real name. Most people don't believe it. They thought that she was joking whenever that, whenever she told them that. And, and she was kind of going viral and going viral because of the two movies opening. She says technically she's going by Barbara most of her adult life. And when she was younger, she went by Barbie. She totally embraced her summer of unexpected fame. She saw both movies, but she couldn't handle them both in the same day. She went to see Oppenheimer first. Since her husband is actually related to J. Robert Oppenheimer. And then she went to see Barbie with her friends. And she got a Barbieheimer shirt to celebrate too. Age 68. Hashtag Barbenheimer. Pretty cool. 8.50, getting close to wrapping up the Power Hour. You know, as always on Friday, I like to remind you of our weekend shows because we've got some very cool weekend shows. Every Saturday morning, I do the 90s Rock Rewind. That's powered by Cajun Coatings and also Bryce Godwin, the Louisiana car guy. Not sure where we're going to go tomorrow. What did we do last Saturday? I think we did 98. So I'm thinking maybe we drop it down a bit. Maybe we go um, 94, 95. And the 90s Rock Rewind is where I pull a year from the 90s. Let's just call it 95. We're going to go to 95 tomorrow. I'm going to look at the alternative rock chart from that week, and then we count down maybe the top 12, 11, or top 10 songs, however many we can fit in the hour. I, I love doing the show. Now, there's some things, I think what we did 90... Oh, we did 93 a couple weeks ago. Boy, that one sounded real different. What, you know, what stuff was coming out in the early 90s, mid 90s, uh, you know, getting to, to some rock stuff that you hear on Planet Radio. Oh, late 90s, obviously, a lot of the stuff that was on the charts in the late 90s were playing here on Planet Radio. But the early 90s, the alternative rock chart was very, very different. Just a whole different sound. Even into the mid 90s, I mean, you had, uh, like Joan Osborne was on there, man. Uh, just a lot of, you know, Meredith Brooks. All uh, uh, surrounding that alternative format. Then every Saturday night, we have Saturdays, S-A-D, Saturdays with Hunter DeBlanc. And I believe Hunter, not this weekend, but he has an interview with Yellow Card coming up. That's going to be very cool. So that is our pop punk show every Saturday night. And that's thanks to J.P. Boudreaux. The roofing specialist at VE Roofing. That's every Saturday night at 7. Then on Sunday, we got some cool shows for you, too. Very classic Planet Radio shows from 10 until noon, the Hangover Cafe. So if you need to uh, settle down a bit, uh, Sunday morning from 10 to noon, Nick is your host, and it is a lighter side of the planet. And that's powered by Pizza Village. Both locations, Moss Street and Kali Saloon. Looking for a place to watch the game? Do it at Pizza Village. And then Sunday night, 6 o'clock, we have Seth coming in with the Loud Hour. That's our local rock show. Used to be called something different back in the day, but Seth decided to change the name. But it, it's the same dude. It's the same music. And that's also powered by J.P. Boudreaux, the roofing specialist at VE Roofing. And then if you like metal, if you like the harder stuff, you got to check out the Grindhouse with Ty. That's every Sunday night at 8, and that is powered by Dulos Tattoo. We got some really, really cool shows on the weekend. Labor Day weekend, too. So wrapping up the power hour for today, real quick look at our question of the day. Let's see if we got 
any more answers. Wait, I saw this notification, and that took me to one of my videos. Hang on, live radio. A phone is not, uh, it's not cooperating with me. Let's see. Betty says, LSU, now the question of the day, are you ready for football season? If so, who are you cheering on? April has some purple and gold hearts, so I guess it's the Tigers. Aaron says, Rain, R-A-I-N. I guess it's what he wants. Carl says, who that? Mike says, not necessarily. Catch a few games here and there. Derek has a gif of the LSU um, win. Mindy has a gif of the... Saints, Florida Lee. Sean says, wherever, whenever, LSU forever. Hadn't seen that one yet. Harrison has a gif of the Saints. Cody says, no. Anna says, not a football fan, but will always support the Reckon Rams and the Cajuns. He says, you already know, ball. And just remember, Tigers fans, if the Tigers fall to the Seminoles on Sunday, there is a burn ban in effect. Just want to remind you of that. Don't go snooping around uh, BK's house. But will the Tigers win this weekend? Will the Cajuns win this weekend? We'll have to see. So thanks for tuning in to the Power Hour. We're coming back with the final hour inside the show. We'll do Everclear. We got Corn's cover of Word Up. If you haven't heard that in a while, that one's coming up next hour. Red Hot Chili Peppers. Oh, remember this one from Eve 6, Lincoln Park. Got some Nirvana. Got Beastie Boys next hour, too. So we're coming back with more and more music. Planet Radio 106.7.